Hello, hello, hello. Can anybody hear me out there? Hello, hello. This is hitting the stew. Stew stands for studio, and I am Zach Levitt, also known as Spanky, also known as Lil Bagel. You may know me my one or all three. And I'm starting to podcast, bitches, so start listening or don't. I doubt you're going to unless I send it to you. But if you don't know me, I appreciate you taking your precious time and spending it with me. I'd also like to thank Jamil, the man that I found that made this beat on YouTube, because after an hour's worth of research, I realize I'm not putting copyrighted music in this podcast if it tends to go big time. I don't need Travis Scott suing me. So what's up? Zach Clevett is my name, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about myself and a little bit of what I hope this podcast will be and what I want to get out of it. So here I go. My name is Zach Clevett. Also, the nicknames you heard before, call me whatever you want. They're all pretty dumb Fifi, a.k.a. dumb Fifi. Um, I'm drawing a blank, but I'm going to keep pushing because this is already like my, my third or fourth take, and I keep just staring off into space and then wanting to quit, but like I, I need to just start already. So I, I'm just going to. So a little bit about me and why I'm doing this, um, you know, it's quarantine time, and I wanted to start talking, I don't know, so I can remember my life when I'm dying later or something, I don't know, Um, I got multiple friends telling me from different sides, like, I'm funny, I should do it, Uh, I'm informative and helpful, I should do it, so I was like, whatever, I'll do it, and I put, put it off for a few days, but finally, I'm sitting down here in my room getting it started. So a little bit about me, my real name is Zach, I hail from a small, white, suburban Jewish town outside of Philadelphia called Upper Dublin, and I love Philadelphia. I love being from here. It's a wonderful place. The people are great. If you don't think it's great, oh, fuck you. I don't really care about others' opinions. I love it here. You just don't get it if you're not from here, so I- I'm fine if, you- if-, if you're not big on it. And I'm sorry if this audio sucks. I'm adding that in, too. I'm using uh, just a crappy mic on my headphones, so if it sucks, I'm sorry. Uh, even though I'm from a Jewish town, I wasn't born with the money to get a decent mic sipping water now. So, I'm 20 years old. Uh, I go to college at Xavier University in Cincinnati, Ohio, um, which is a nice Jesuit institution, which is great for, for the little Jewish boy that I am. You know, I think there's like four or five of us there, but, but we stick together. And we, we try to uh, do our Jewy things. Um, but a good school, good place to be. I like it. I miss it. But I'm doing okay without it. Shout out if you know me from there. Shout out. Big shout out. Um, I don't know. My free time. like to play sports. like to watch sports. I'm hoping to get a lot of good sports talk on this, but, but more opinionated. Um, when I'm not doing that, I don't know. I'm, I'm jerking it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta, uh, that's that's probably probably pretty much it. If I'm not doing school, I might be talking to a friend or or doing normal things that white suburban twenty year old men do. Um, three things, boom, right off the bat, you need to know. I already mentioned that I'm Jewish. I'm short, maybe like, um, I think I'm five four. Last time I was measured at the doctor, they said I was five five, but I was like bullshit. I I had my my newbies on my shoes, so I'm not that tall. And three. Big old, big old virgin, and that's cool. And I'm hoping one of those three things, the Judaism, the shortness, or, or the virginism, uh, changes you know, in the near future. I'm not sure which one, 
but but I'm hoping you know they're three 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 dead weights you got to carry around you know none of those three things get you very far so hopefully one of those three changes but but I'm not quite sure which one um so yeah a little bit else about me uh I am a plant-based eater I decided to go uh vegan plant-based almost nearing on a year it was August of last year and we'll get a little bit maybe into that later or as you'll learn about me burp coming hold on sorry that'll probably happen a lot um I really struggle with body image and my weight and shit oh let's we can add like chubby fat as like the four things like I'm I'm used to it so uh I really struggled with that and it was difficult and I decided I needed to make a change and both my parents happen to be vegan so I decided to go for it when I got uh to school sophomore year and I really, really enjoy it. I still struggle with it a lot. I'll probably get into that a little bit later um, when I get a little deeper into who I am. But I'm just going kind of surface level shit right now. Um, so that's a kind of a new aspect of my personality is like because I, I got into this whole vegan thing. And like my mom like is wearing like fucking carry earrings and going to Las Vegas for like conventions. And I was like, look, I'm just doing it for the health reasons. I'm not getting all culty with it. But let alone that I know, like nine months in, I'm in a fucking group where we talk about veganism and how to how to do it better. And it's me and 35 uh, middle-aged women. And, you know, I'm like looking for fucking shirts on Amazon that I'd say like powered by plants, whatever. I, I, I enjoy it. You know, makes me happy. So fuck you if you're judging. Um, trying to think what else, how to like, how do you describe yourself? It's so hard. I don't know. Uh, I, I think I hit the, the main, the main points. Um, but so a little bit about what I just kind of hope to get out of this podcast and then a little deeper meaning about myself. But, you know, I like to think I'm a funny guy. I think I'm one of the funnier people I know. So I, I kind of hope to make you laugh. Um, but also share some stories about myself. Cause like I do struggle like most people do with my, uh, brain being farked up and, wanting to make me sad or anxious or whatever. So I hope to kind of talk a lot about uh, the importance of taking care of not your physical health with like the veganism, but, but you, the, the machine upstairs that, that powers everything. And uh, I, also being from Philadelphia, I'm a uh, diehard Philadelphia sports fan. Um, but I hope to talk about all sports in general too. Uh, you know, right now is a crazy, crazy time for sports. Like it, it just never happens that it's just not there. Like that's incredible. And I think that it's like they're losing revenue, which is interesting, but then like they're going to come back and be such a power, like even bigger than they were. Cause now people that like even weren't watching sports are now going to tune in. Cause they're like, I just want to watch something that like, I feel like other people are watching and is like live and happening right now somewhere else. So I think that's going to be a big deal. Um, so you know, I'm a big baseball fan. I was supposed to actually work for the, uh, I'm sorry, I, I just, I'm going to let it happen. It's just better out than in as my mom taught me. Um, I was supposed to work for the AAA affiliate of the Phillies uh, for my internship this summer. And that got canceled. And like, that really sucks because I was looking forward to like making a little bit of money and, and doing good work to put on my resume and shit. 
Um, but, you know, it's kind of crazy that sports just isn't around. And I saw yesterday that, like, the MLB is coming back with their uh, the pay cuts. And I don't really feel bad. Like, the players are like, I'm not coming back because I'm, I'm supposed to make 35 mil and now I'm going to make nine. Like, boo fucking who? You're still making $9 million. Like, I, I don't feel bad for you. I'm sorry. Like, I'm sure that might suck. Like, that I would agree. If I was you, I would be pissed. But, like, put it in the grand scheme of things of, like, what people are going through. Not even with money, but just, like, their lives suck and yours doesn't. So, like, stop bitching about the money. Shut up and go play. Uh, you know, so, and I hope when they come back it can be relatively normal. I don't think there's going to be any fans in the stadium um, for a while. But, you know, if they sell, like, fucking... Corona, I survived Corona t-shirt 2020, go birds or something that I'm sure uh, they'll still make money and sell it. So I'm not worried about that. But sports play is definitely a big life, a big part of my life. I am a sports management major, so I'm hoping to to go into the sports world as a profession, which will be cool and make me money. And hopefully people don't like scream at me when I, I fuck up and like trade someone for a pile of dildos. Um, but I don't know. I feel like I kind of hit everything that there is about me on the surface level. Maybe we can get a little deeper or, you know, first I'll tell you, I'll tell you about my, my, uh, experience real quick with the whole quarantine thing. And then we'll get a little bit of the, the deep sexiness that is my inside-ish Jewish body. So, I came home for spring break, and that was about the second week of March. And it still wasn't a thing. People were like, whatever. And slowly, all this, the schools were, were starting to close in Ohio, um, and not in Pennsylvania. And I was home in, in Philly watching as the schools in Ohio were closing. And a lot of the bigger schools like Ohio State and uh, University of Cincinnati and all these things started closing. So I was just waiting for waiting for Xavier to close. And I was visiting a friend at their college actually in Philly. And I got the email first that we were just going to close until the Monday after Easter break. Cause of course we get Easter break. Cause I go to a Jesuit school where everybody, you know, is doing Christian shit and fucking giving up porn for Lent and whatever. And I'm like, haha, I can, keep watching porn but I'm not allowed to get a tattoo so like you give and take give and take anyway so I'm like wow that's crazy and like you know thinking about just like you know I I have a month off which like I I can get into a little bit later but like I wasn't happy about but I wasn't necessarily upset because I'm definitely a a homebody and whatever so that happens and then all the uh, schools two days later start deciding that they're going to just cancel to cancel for the rest of the semester. So we get that email maybe Thursday or Friday, like two days later. And I even have time to process it. Like my brain went right to like logistics, like, okay, I got to move out. Like what's going to happen? So uh, my younger sister and I got in the car on Sunday of that week and drove up to Cincinnati and I packed up all my shit Sunday night and slept over and Monday drove back and had a moving company take some of my bigger stuff and like that was it like happened so fast um but you know i i never want to say that this situation was a blessing because like clearly fucking people are dying and shit sucks but 
uh, I don't know, my year, my, my end of my year wasn't going that great. Like, I was really looking forward to spring break to coming home because, like, I was severely lacking motivation to get work done at school, and I wasn't feeling that happy, and, like, my veganism um, was starting to get off track, and I was starting to eat kind of crappier again. So it's like, I really need to go home and, and process what's going on. And, and as I kind of mentioned, like, I love being at school, and it's a great place for me, but... But home is, you know, I, I've always been ooh, a homebody. Like, I, I prefer to be home. I love being, it's just, you know, it's where you're safe. And humans, as we are, like to be safe and comfortable. So it was hard for me, uh, as most of my friends are like, oh, this shit sucks. I'd rather fucking be dead at Xavier than go home and titty fuck my mom or whatever. But I was like, I need to... Uh, I, I'm okay with it because, like, it's hard for me as a person to complain about getting extra time at home. Granted, it came in a weird fucking way, um, but I still got it. Uh, so a couple weeks go by. March is going so slow. They extend our spring break another week to kind of let the teachers figure out what they need to do. Um, and and everything's – March is just so slow. And I'd like to mention, too, another reason that my year wasn't that great was – I was an RA in the buildings um, for freshmen, and that job just wasn't great. The only reason I chose it was um, because I, I, halfway through my freshman year of college, I was like, I can't live with roommates. It doesn't matter if I like them or not, and I didn't like mine. Sorry, Tobes and Sam Koo. I'm sure you're not listening, but if you are, you're good people, but I, I couldn't live with you. So I was like, I need to live by myself and the only way to do that as a sophomore is to is to be an RA and like I know I have the leadership skills and blah 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 that I needed and the interviews were easy and I got the job just like I expected so the the living on your own part of sophomore year and being an RA fantastic cheaper cheaper living living by yourself walk around naked totally old wiener schnitzel when no one's around like that shit's fire but all the dumb like things that came with being an RA, I just wasn't a fan of. Like, I'm not a fan of bullshit. Like, I hate when people bullshit the truth or, like, just, like, make up stuff that, like, you clearly know isn't going to work. And that's what, like, the RA job is. It's, like, faking conversation and and creating all these programs that, like, you know nobody really thinks that's interesting. And, And the problem with our school, too, is as they're so Jesuit and we have all these values about caring about everyone so much, like, we can't just fucking make a cool program that, like, you know, like, um, I know my guys would be like, okay, I'm gonna have a woman come and she's gonna show you her boobies. They'd all fucking show up and they'd bond and be best friends after that. But I have to connect them to these dumb, these pathways of, like, spirituality. So I have to, like, ask, you know, I gotta make up some dumb thing about how it's important to you when I know they don't care. And then nobody wants to do it and it's a waste of my time it's a waste of their time it's a waste of the school's money that they gave me money to pay for it like all around it it doesn't make sense to me like I'd rather do the same thing over and over again if they're gonna show up and enjoy it so I got tired of that I got tired of all the the nitty-gritty just crap that they they made me do I I think they kind of the whole point of that job is to just care and be there for the kids which I I do really care about like I want to help them sipping water gulp gulp and that that part's really cool of the job, but all the other stuff just made it not worth it. Like, if it was decent, I would have done it again. So anyway, I decided that uh, for junior that I bought, I'm living in a house with two homies. So very excited about that to get more experience 
having more fun <laughs> in a college experience because I've had <coughs> alcohol <coughs> one time on my birthday. We can get into that story later. Anyway, so, you know, enjoying being home, uh, figuring out, you know, if, figuring out what's going to work best for me, uh, blah, blah, blah. So I get into the second week of April and my mom starts to not feel well and I'm like, crap, that's not good. She gets a fever. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm thinking, I'm processing as, as I'm, I'm stopping because my dad doesn't know that she, my parents are divorced and he is big, doesn't know that she has had Corona and I'm like thinking about him listening to this as I'm saying it, but I'm just now going to make sure that he doesn't hear it for a very long time. So just know when you're listening to this that my dad's not. Whatever. So I'll go into it. So she is a healthcare worker and came home and had a fever one night. And I was like, great. And she goes to bed, wakes up, still has the fever. And she decides not to go into work because uh, they're scanning temperatures at the door and she doesn't want to, you know, just get set back home. So I'm like, makes sense. She gets tested, wait a few days, and, and she's positive. And first off the bat, and this was like a rare time when people that like, usually, you know, I'm not a confrontational, I'm not in getting many fights and whatever. But the second she said that, I was like, I'm staying here with you. I'm not going to my dad's house. My dad decided he's going to go live with his girlfriend to free up his house to... to uh, allow my sister and I and go and live there. And I'm like, look, I'd rather die staying here, caring and spending time with my mom than go sit alone in my dad's house with no food with my sister. So I, I, I understand why people might have felt that like that wasn't a good decision, but I was like, I don't really give a shit what you think. I appreciate you caring for me, but I'm going to do it anyway. And miraculously, miraculously, my sister and I never got sick. Completely fine. So luckily my mom got a very brief like barely got corona like she got like five percent of it like she had the fever for two days um no cough and then for an extended period of time she just had like some fatigue and uh some shortness of breath like going upstairs or like going on walk but like really not that bad and you know she didn't want to go back to work for a while she could have gone back earlier than she did but like the place was fucking infested she didn't want to go there that makes sense and and just not a place to be. So luckily we were just in a place that it was okay that she didn't go back to work. Um, so like in a weird way is like, I love spending time with my mom. Um, I got to do it. <clears throat> it just happened in an odd way of like a oh, pandemic had to happen and my mom had to get fucking sick. But like at the end of the day, we still got to, to, to spend time, which was nice. So that kind of pretty much took away all of April. Like all of April was the same kind of, my mom is home every day and figuring out shit to do. Um, and like, I had some online school here and there, but it like really wasn't that tough. Like the teachers really let up and like, you know, if I got a history teacher who usually just stands in front of the class for an hour and lectures, uh, it's now easier cause they're sending me a 15 minute video that I can pause as many times as I write, you know, as I want to, to write good notes. Um, and the only other eventful thing for all of April was that we got a new dog, um, cause we'd been planning on it anyway and we decided good idea because everyone was home, but you know, 
different. Uh, so May kind of ended with my finals, and I was happy with my grades. Besides that, I withdrew um, from computer science. Fuck computer science. That shit sucks. I give mad props to whoever like could code in that shit because I like I never felt like I wanted to die more in a class than I did in that. So like I I think you're. I don't think you're probably not cool if you're good at it, but you're probably you're very smart. So good for you. Um, but that was kind of like my whole kind of, you know, experience as as up until now was kind of getting through my mom and figuring out online school and finishing it and, and that. Uh, so that kind of got me to now and I'm like, shit, I'm bored. I need something to do for like the, <laughs> for the summer. So I was like, all right, I'll do this and see what what comes out of it um so maybe i said we'll go back a little deeper into my uh ball sack of what what really makes me tick what grinds my queers um so i'd say the biggest things that you'll you'll hear um of my issues are um i deal a lot with anxiety and i i'm Currently uh, taking medication that doesn't help, uh, but we can talk about that later. And depression pops up here and there, whoop-de-doo, sad little bitch that I am. And um, a lot of, like, eating issues, not like eating disorder, but I, I am a lot harder on myself and I binge and all that kind of shit. Um, and I feel like as this podcast, if it is a podcast, uh, develops people will start to learn more about me and more of that kind of stuff. And you'll probably notice, like, why is this guy so fucking hard on himself? Like, his life isn't that terrible. But that's why I, I need to do it, because it's good for me to talk. Even though I talk about my problems constantly. Like, I was saying the other day, like, most people have the issue that they never talk about their problems, and they bottle it up. My problem is, as I talk... I diarrhea my problems, talking about it to my friends and my parents and my psychologist and my other psychologist and the health coach I talk to. Like my problems are constantly out in the world, which I, is a great thing. But I'm, I'm just saying, like uh, I, I, I get the help. I just have trouble <laughs> implementing life to uh, help myself, I guess. Um, so yeah, I think you'll learn a lot about just kind of those things that that bother me uh and and luckily like the depression hasn't was a lot more during like the first half of this year um um which had to do with a girl which we'll get into later i probably won't say her name because i don't feel like but she'll know it's her um and other shit and yeah but the depression right now isn't a big problem now the anxiety is different What's interesting is I got more stressed about school once I came home and had online school. But I think what I figured out from that is that I had nothing else to do. Like at least at school I see my friends and you have to go somewhere to eat. And I was going to the gym and like, you know, you do stuff. I'm involved on campus with the RA bullshit. Um, But I get home and like all I can think about is like homework looming over me. And like usually I'm not like that because I don't like, you know, you give about you give a shit about school but you don't like I care about my grades like it's important because I'm paying for college but I don't like give a shit about the subject matter I think is a good way of putting it and I'm like fucking going to like hang out with a friend and like do something fun and like my stomach's turning cuz I'm thinking about this paper that I have about 
history of American women in the West. First, like, women didn't, like, he wrote a bullshit course to, to say that women were important. And, like, no offense, it's just the truth. They didn't do much. I'm not saying very different now, but 200 years ago, they were oppressed. So it's a little ridiculous to make a whole class that, that, that like, they were a huge contributing people to society because they just, they weren't. But I have nothing against women. Don't get upset. I'm just saying a long time ago, it was different than it is now. So, like, why am I, like, freaking out about that class? Um, and I'm, I'm taking this Lexapro that was supposed to help me. But um, I, I learned a really interesting phenomenon about how what you're thinking um, affects your physical health. And I think that's why the medicine didn't help. Because um, it, there's this movie on Netflix called Heal, H-E-A-L, that I suggest you watch that talks all about it. But, like, if you think about the placebo effect, like, people t- take a sugar pill and get the same results as if they took the real pill. So how does that work? Because, like, nobody actually thinks about it. Like, it's amazing that your body, you just think, oh, yeah, my cock's going to get bigger because I'm taking this pill. And then they start believing it, and they feel better. That wasn't a good example because you can't actually just get your wiener to get bigger from the sugar pill. But let's say um, it's for, like, better sleep. They take the sugar pill, and, like, they're like, oh, my God, I sleep so much better. But they didn't actually do it. They're just tricking themselves. But, like, when you actually take a step back and you look at it, you're like, that's incredible. Like, their brain by believing it, it happened. So, so the same way can happen by not believing it. So when I, I went in to see this psychiatrist to take this medicine for anxiety and I didn't believe for a second it was going to help me. I was like, I don't really know. I don't feel it. And literally like I used to say out loud as I'm taking, I would go, I'm taking this pill to not help my anxiety. And guess what? I took it for six months and I, and it hasn't ever helped. And I think that's because I believed it was never going to help me. And I know, like, for example, um, at the beginning, the end of last year, I took a pill that was not FDA approved that I found was a natural supplement for depression online. But um, a trusted person had told me that they thought it would help me. So I got it and I'm taking it every day and I'm thinking this is going to help me. This is going to help me. And boom, excuse me. I'm sorry. I don't know why that keeps happening. I'm just going to power through two weeks. Boom, done. Stop taking it. Like, because I believed it was going to help me, and it did. And I think that whole thing is really interesting. So, you know, that whole month of April, while not much happened, like, wasn't even stressful because, like, my mom had coronavirus or, like, we had a new dog that's up my fucking ass. It was because I had homework, like, which doesn't make sense because I've never been the type to ever stress about homework. But... It, it was, like, always over me. And, like, I'm not also the person that, like, ever gets working on time. And I'm, like, but, like, I had all my finals done a week before they were due. And I think that's just because I was, like, it, it, it's good that that happened, but I felt like it didn't come from a healthy place. Because it wasn't, like, I was, like, I'm going to get this work done so I can relax and have an early start to the summer. It was, like, I need to stop feeling like I'm going to throw up every two seconds because I have a fucking paper to do, so I need to just do it to get it over with. So, like, it was kind of good because I got shit done early, but, like, it wasn't the, you know, I guess beggars can't be choosers. Like, I can't be, like, I'm, you know. So, I got it done, which was good, but I felt like it could have come from a better place. But, like, whatever. It's still it's still cool that I got it done. Um, and, like, I don't know. I get anxious about, like, random shit. Like, I'll, I'll stand in CVS when I need to, like, buy lotion. Not for jerking, just for my skin. You know, whatever. We'll get into that, blah, blah, blah. 
but, um, like, I'm reading the fucking, every lotion that's there for a half hour, like, reading the back about, like, I'm reading the directions. They're all the fucking same. You squirt the shit in your hand, you put it on your dumb body. But I'm, like, so worried about it that I'm, like, reading all the ingredients and I'm Googling, what's the best lotion of 2020? Like, what a fucking loser. Like, buy one and walk out of the store. You see, I'm hard on myself for my anxiety, but, like, that shit I really deal with. Or, like, I have this weird tick where, like, I just read everything, like, 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 you know when you used to, before phones were cool, and, like, you would take a shit, and you'd, like, read the fucking Lysol can that was on your, your, like, next to the toilet just because you were bored, so you, like, read the back, but, like, I always do that, like, I'm reading in the shower, and I'm, like, picking up, and I'm, like, reading the ingredients of my shampoo, and, like, suave, and I'm, like, if you have a question or comment, call 1-800-69-GO-KILL-YOURSELF, and I'm, like, okay, so, like, that's a weird thing, so, like, my, you know, the anxiety's interesting and it all I it all stemmed I think um it got I think I've had a lot of problems that I didn't know about for a long time and what finally taught me that like my what I thought was happening to me was not normal was I was in my sign language class last semester and had a panic attack a panic attack during the test like palm sweaty knees weak arm spaghetti vomit on sweater already uh couldn't remember a single thing and I went up to her and luckily she was so helpful and I was like I'm sorry I panicked I couldn't do anything she was like it's okay it happens and luckily like she had been dealing with stuff and she suggested to me that I seek like medical help and and you know there's such a stigma about taking medicine and I was like I don't want to do it but I, I felt like I, after a few weeks had gone by I had exhausted everything I could do for myself to help meditation, calming myself down, talking to people. And I was like, it's still going on. So that's why I finally seek the medicine. But I mean, for years, like, here's an interesting thing, like all throughout middle school, like, I feel like, I mean, at least for most kids, it's kind of normal when they can't like sleep other places besides their own house. Cause like I talked about with like being comfortable. So like, you know, I feel like it's pretty normal for like a kid to like get picked up at a sleepover or, like, you know, go camping with someone and not be able to sleep and, like, they cry and call their mom or, like, same thing with, like, overnight camp. Like, I struggle with that, like, most kids do. Um, and, like, that was a problem I had with sleeping, but, like, I used to not be able to eat out of my house at night. During the day, it was fine. It was weird. But once it hit dinner time, if I felt, I would, like, I'd order my dinner and be at a restaurant and I was, like, if I take one bite of this food, I will throw up. And then what's funny is, like, I'd pack it up, walk into my house, go into the kitchen, devour it. Completely fine. One time I went to Disney World when I was 13, and we went to, like, this all-you-can-eat meat place. And my dad and stepbrother are like, we're going to do an all-you-fucking-like-challenge uh, to see who can eat more food. They destroy, like, pork and fucking meat and whatever that they come by and shave off a stick for hours. Like, eight thousands of pounds of meat. I had one piece of grilled chicken. I threw up in the bathroom. Like, because that's how how I used to be away from home. Like, I couldn't eat for some reason. Like, I was just so uncomfortable. And, like, not till literally this couple past weeks, I was like, you know what? Now that I remember that, that shit, not normal. Like, that's not what happens to normal people. So, like, the anxiety is, like, something that that I, I've noticed and I'm trying to take care of. And maybe if you know me or have done something that helps, you can tell me so I don't have to have a heart palpitations because I'm trying to buy fucking almond milk and there's 30 different brands and I'm nervous and crying in the fucking supermarket. Um, and you know, a food is as like, I've always had a weird shit with food and like, 
body image problems and whatever like kind of run in my family and unfortunately like I feel like I developed a lot of those qualities that like those um, relatives deal with and um, it got really bad freshman year of college because I was really depressed and suicidal and hated my life and I fixed it by eating so I was always I, I was on a bunk top thing and I'd come down and every night I'd eat at like two in the morning and it wasn't even my food because like I was I, even though I wasn't vegan at that point I always tried to buy like healthier stuff but like my roommate had a bunch of bullshit and I'm not even he's so aloof he didn't even realize I've been eating it or maybe he did and just never said anything to me um, but like I was eating all his shit every night every night <clears throat> at like 2 a.m. Um, and like I remember one time I got I was walking to the vending machine in the basement of my building and it was like 2.30 and I stopped myself in the middle of the hallway and I was like, do I really want to go do this? I know I'm not supposed to be fucking eating Doritos at 2.30 in the morning. And I, I my body literally froze because I couldn't get myself to keep walking, but I couldn't get myself to walk back to my room. And I remember staring at myself in the reflection of the mirror and I probably it was probably 15 or 20 seconds, but it felt like forever. And I was like, I need to just go and get this Dorito so I can eat it and go to sleep because I'll literally stand here all night. So I started getting help um, from, like, our, our health services at school, and, like, they helped a lot. And, like, at one point I considered even um, going to, uh, like, an eating disorder clinic in uh, Cincinnati or seeing, like, a private therapist that does, like, eating disorders because, like, the binging was so bad. And, like, I remember, like, I'd enter, like, a... Like, I entered someone else's body for 15 minutes, and then I'd come out of it and feel shameful, clearly, but not even remember, like, what happened. Like, I'd look in the trash can and be like, I ate that? I don't even remember. Like, I was going fucking rogue. Um, and that's something I always dealed with. And last summer, I came home, um, and I was determined, like, fresh. the end of freshman year means this is, it's over. Like, I thought it was very situational. I'm only binging and sad because of what I'm dealing with at school. And I left, and that clearly wasn't the case. So I went on a birthright trip, which is a free trip you get if you're Jewish uh, to Israel, which is pretty dope. So it's probably the only plus of being a fucking Jew. And then I came home, and I wasn't happy. And I didn't have a job, and I was just chilling at home every day. But, like, life still sucked. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? I'm still, like, doing the binging behavior, eating at night. And I'm like, I thought this would just end because I left school. And I learned that, like, that's not how mental illness works so I think that's what led me to like the whole veganism thing because both my parents were doing it and I felt like I needed to make a big change um and that that transition last year of moving back to school for a sophomore year just felt like the right time to do it and I've been vegan since then but I'm still very hard on myself because like I'll eat something that I don't think I should eat and like I destroy myself for it and then like I start noticing binging habits creep in and, and, you know, uh, I just have a very toxic relationship with food, but I'm trying to work on it. Um, and that's something I've always dealt with. And I, I, the thing that's good is I haven't lost hope. Like, I'm not, I don't think I'm fucked up. Eventually, I will figure it out. Because um, I'm like, I, I don't want to deal with this forever. Like, I'm tired of having a body I don't like and feeling like I hate all my clothes and blah, blah, blah. So hopefully what I'm doing now can be helpful and and figure that shit out um so you know i feel like those are kind of three 
Oh, and, like, I can add, too, because, like, said I'm a virgin. Like, sex freaks me out. Like, I think it's awesome, as most people do. But, like, I'm terrified because I'm so not confident because I, uh, of my outside, like, I'm confident of my personality, but, like, I, I'm so petrified by my outside appearance that I'm like, there's no way a girl would ever take her clothes off in front of me and and bump fronts with me. So, like, that's something that, like, bothers me because it's something I want. But, like, I probably, if I just wanted to, could do it. But, like, first I'd like it to be a, a not just, like, a fucking tindy smash whore. Um, but, like, I I have this story made up that, like, I can't fark until I figure out my whole uh, self-confidence and thing. I've been saying forever, like, oh, like, I shouldn't be losing, trying to lose weight, get healthy so I can fuck. It should be so I can, so I can be confident in my own skin. But, like, that's not how I work. So, you you know, you'll see as this develops um, kind of what, uh, how that, where all that stuff came from and whatever. Um, so, I don't know. I feel like that's. A, a good kind of thing. I, I got pretty fucking sad for a while. Like, I'm happy and funny and I plan to make you laugh and whatever, but I want to be real. Like, the I'm hoping that the podcast is... Sometimes they're just going to be silly episodes and, and whatever, and sometimes I want to talk about stuff that I I'm find serious, like what I really deal with because it's who I am. Um, so I think I'm kind of going to wrap up. I'll just kind of finish with a little, like, what I hope this will be. Um, so I hope to have a lot of people that I care about on, a lot of friends to just t- talk about whatever. Like, I have no, uh, path for this. It's gonna be random. I'm just gonna kind of think, and if I feel like talking, I'll get on and talk about shit. Um, so I hope to have a lot of friends on, and those will be probably funny stuff, and I'll try to come up with, like, some bits and, and, and good stuff to talk about. And I hope to have some more serious ones, um... And I don't know, whatever, just kind of see where it takes me. And maybe I'll make a lot of money and drop out of school and just bang out these podcasts. Or maybe I'll never make another one again. I'm really not sure. Um, So I I think that's kind of where I'll go from now. And we'll see as it pans out and, you know, as I change and you change and whatever. I don't know, I'm just rambling. So uh, I appreciate you listening to me talk to myself in the basement of which is also my room in my house um so i think i'm gonna wrap it the fark up this was hit in the stew stew means studio so don't ask me again episode one just remember i'm short i'm a virgin and i'm jewish and i hope one of those changes i appreciate you listening i hope you uh i don't know you can't i was gonna do like a jokey end off of like a YouTube thing, but you can't like comment or subscribe because there is no thing. So, uh, just follow me on Instagram at Zach Clevett, even though half the time I'm on a, uh, uh, social media detox. So like, I'm not on it, but if I see you're following me for that, then that's cool. I appreciate it. Um, I'm sure most of the people listening now, if there are, is just people that, uh, I know that I sent it to and, and forced them to listen. Uh, and I have an idea of who those people are right now. So whatever. Uh, I appreciate you taking your precious time to listen to all my dreams coming true. And I look forward to speaking to you, a.k.a. me, 
Ah, very soon. Thank you very much. Playing you off.